Man, come on. The light's green. Let's go. Where is it? Oh, there it is. It grew back. And then, get, and, then and, and then it grew back, and then they they knocked all the hair off you. And, and Kirk Cousins we trust? No. Uh-uh. Oh, no, okay. absolutely not. No. Nice. Play to work sports. sports. What up, world? It's your boy, again, Jonathan, the host of Late to Work Sports, with my co-host, Vince. What up, Vince? What's going on, everybody? Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Hey, uh... Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. <laughs> hey, man, we got a pretty good show. Um, we're starting to kind of transition a little bit to the NBA now yep. that uh, football's going to start dying down in the next few weeks. I mean, we say dying down. Of course, we've got the playoffs, we've got the bowl games, all that, but um, in a few weeks... We're going to have less and less teams playing each week, so uh, there's going to be a lot less talk, maybe a little a little more uh, sway of basketball, maybe uh, start bringing in a little bit of, a little bit hacky in here. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So maybe get, maybe get your girl Val up in here. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. So, yeah, man, uh, got a pretty good show. I'm, uh, I'm excited to talk about these topics, man, so uh, if you're ready, we'll just roll right into it. Yeah, let's go ahead and get into it. I Dan. So uh, this week, man, we'll just go ahead. We'll, we'll kick it right into the NFL, and uh, we'll just run through the scoreboard of uh, of the games and stuff like that. And talk about any notable, uh, notable. Whew, I'm gonna trip up my words here. Notable <laughs> stat lines or topics on there, right? So hey, first game was Thursday night. The 49ers went to play the Seahawks. That was Brock Purdy's. Second game, and uh, it was a pretty good one, man. Um, ultimately, the the 49ers will win 21 to 13. Right. Then we roll into uh, Sunday. The Falcons headed to New Orleans to play the Saints, obviously. And this is Desmond Ritter's first game. Um, and we'll speak a little bit on this later. But uh, all in all, I thought it was a good game for both teams. The final score, 21-18 Saints. <laughs> the... Uh, the Indianapolis Colts going to play the Vikings. Oh, and, sweet baby uh, Jesus. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I, I, we're definitely going to talk on this one. But uh, the final score was 39-36. And uh, all I'm going to say is at one point, the uh, the Colts led 33 to nothing. How so, do you beat all the hair off of somebody in the first half? And then it grew back. And then they, they knocked all the hair off you. And, and Kirk Cousins we trust? No, uh-uh, oh, no, absolutely okay. not. No, 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 no. Oh, oh sorry. Uh, um, Baltimore Ravens had to play their uh, their division rivals, the Browns, and uh, three to thirteen sad. Browns. I mean, Lamar Jackson is out, but uh, the the Ravens got nothing going on there, so not surprised. Fans are calling for Greg Roman to get fired during the season. I mean, it's uh, something else. So, yeah. so I, I, there's something very interesting about that I wanted to tell you because I was I, I did a little research on this game or, mm-hmm, or like mm-hmm. backstory. Well, apparently, the head coach for the Ravens uh, oh, showed Harbaugh. up to yeah, Mr. Harbaugh. He showed up to work, showed up to the stadium, and there were like a thousand flyers like put up on the wall of the stadium saying to fire Greg Roman. <laughs> 
Why do I hate on Greg Roman so much, man? Hey, look, look. You know what you look. I don't understand why any of those fans are upset. You, they were in on the heist. They just don't like their cut. You don't have receivers. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, uh, let's move on. Let's move on. We'll get this one. <laughs> the uh, the Dolphins play the Bills. This was a, a interesting one, I thought. But um, ultimately, man, the uh, the Dolphins would lose to the Bills. They allowed uh, they allowed eleven points in the fourth quarter, which is going to hurt you every time. The Bills win thirty two to twenty nine. Sad. The Philadelphia Eagles, your Philadelphia Eagles, go to Chicago and play the Bears. And uh, this game, man, uh, it was actually, I mean, the score, based off what I'm looking at the score, it was not a super far off game, this, most of it. I mean, yeah, maybe you can speak on a little more, more later when we talk about it. But, yeah, I mean, I did see Hurts rush for three touchdowns. He did not throw a single touchdown. He did throw, uh, throw two interceptions, but yeah, he, he rushed for three. Two completions to the other but, team. Well, they they officially eliminate uh, the Bears from playoff contention, so there's that. The uh, The Lions go to play the Jets, and uh, I'm pretty sure I remember saying the Jets are pretenders, and I wasn't sold on them. Well, the Lions are now 7-7 seven and seven after starting off 1-6. Uh, and six. And just for anybody out there wants to uh, wants to know, the Jets are also seven and seven. So, like I said, not contenders, pretenders. Uh, Lions win twenty seventeen. Steelers go to play the Panthers. They beat the brakes off the Panthers with Mitch Trubisky leading the Steelers. Um, Najee Harris, you know, he rushed a little bit, got a got a touchdown, eighty six yards. Well, Sam Darnold did decent. Wow. Sam Darnold did okay, but they got no he got no help from the rushing attack. I'm yeah, looking he right here, decent. their leader and rusher had ten yards. Oh, ain't no way they had 21 yards for the... For the <laughs> yes, 21. Um, the Cowboys go to play the Jaguars, and I guess I'm going to have to eat these words about where I said they were contenders because they're not looking like it right now. The Jaguars win on a pick six, if I'm correct, in mm-hmm. overtime, and uh, win this game 40-34. So Trevor Lawrence balled out 318, four touchdowns, one pick. Coming into his own. Hey, he since week nine, he is the second best QBR rating, I think is what I read. Yeah. It was QBR rating or efficiency or something like that. But dude's starting to starting to click. So um, once he got out of that dumpster fire that was last year. So <laughs> Chiefs go and play the uh, Texans. And this the Chiefs to be embarrassed. The Texans took them to overtime. Uh, for anybody that's curious, that was the uh, 12 and – I'm sorry, the 10 and 3 Chiefs. Playing the one eleven and one Texans at the time, and the Texans took them to overtime, and they lost in overtime to the Chiefs, thirty to twenty four. But that should be embarrassed, Chiefs. You should be ashamed. Uh, Cardinals going to play the Broncos, and <laughs> the Broncos actually got a win. This was a uh, two backup quarterbacks facing each other, but the Broncos pulled it out. And if you look at the the quarterback for the Broncos, it honestly looks like he had a better stat line than uh, Russell Wilson has. Broncos win at 24-15. to 15. The Patriots versus Raiders. <laughs> I, we're not going to have a, we're not going to be able to have a straight face. All right, we're just going to we're just going to say this one ended 30 to 24. We'll, <laughs> we'll we'll talk about that one in a minute. Oh man, Titans versus Chargers. Hey, that one was uh, Chargers win it 17 to 14. 
the Chargers are starting to come in their own a little bit after having a rough start. The the Titans are continuing to kind of spiral down a little bit. Yeah. But we'll see how that one goes. The Buccaneers, the first place AFC I'm sorry, first place NFC South Buccaneers at mm-hmm. six and eight after falling to the Bengals. Thirty four twenty three. This is another one where eight. how do you knock all the hair off of the team in the first half? The hair grows back. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you they, they were. I'm gonna tell you the, the hair off of you. The Bucks were up 17 to nothing at one point, yes. and then they scored six more points the rest of the game. So, Giants versus Commanders on uh, Sunday night. That game upset. And uh, they Giants got it done, man. The Giants got it done. They won uh, 20 to 12. Um, Heineke Heineke had a little bit of trouble back there, man. He looked a little rough. So he, he did, uh, but the the refs screwed them on this one. I'm not one to 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 blame rest for a game there's plenty of other opportunities during a game for you to win it but but you can't well, have key plays decided by referee calls and that's yeah you can't unfortunately when some of them happen so we roll into monday night and baker mayfield trying to capture uh lightning in a bottle for a second no, week sir. in a row no, and sir. unfortunately the light was a little too fast for him because he had a rough 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 game um and they, I mean, they would ultimately end up losing uh, twelve to twenty-four. So, what do you expect for a guy that's been there for two weeks? Yeah, you can't I, expect I'm not, much. Well, they're officially eliminated from the playoffs as well. So, but like you said, what do you expect? I mean, the dude just rolled in. So, yeah, exactly. Which uh, there's a lot of storylines in this week. So I tell you what, Patriots last. I want to go to the Colts in this monstrous oh, what the, I don't know what the word what is the word do you I don't even know what word to use for this man the uh just a straight embarrassment I mean I don't know bro it's been a dumpster fire so what is it now I don't know well I'm starting to think that I've defended Matt Ryan for years right and this even is when he's with the Colts I, I know up. you're not blaming Matt Ryan for hold this hold up and even after this Matt Ryan Goes in place for the Colts now. And you're telling me, Matt Ryan, in 15 minutes. 15 minutes of gameplay now. Not 15 minutes of exploit, but 15 minutes of playing the game. I'm sorry, 30 minutes, excuse me. What am I talking? Two quarters. 30 minutes. You can't get more than three points. Come on, dude. You got a history of collapsing, man. I know. I'm a Falcons fan. I watched it. He has. He owns the record. Obviously, quarterbacks own a lot of these records, right? He owns the record for biggest lead blown in the Super Bowl and now biggest lead blown in the NFL all time. So, yes, I'm going to put this on Matt Ryan a little bit. When you throw for uh, 33 passes for only 182 yards, your rushing attack wasn't horrible. I mean, they rushed for 171 yards, bro. You pass for 170 when it's all said and done with sacks and all knocking you down. I'm... I'm going to put this on Matt Ryan, man. I'm sorry. Uh, over uh, half your completions went to Michael Pittman. You, uh, I'm going to put this on you. Put I can't on, put it on I mean, obviously defense, obviously defense bellied up. The, I, I can't put this all on Matt. Like, he – I can't, man. I, I, he has some blame. I'm going to go 30% blame. He has Matt the heaviest Ryan's, portion. Not for me. 30% Matt Ryan, 70% the defense. And, well, I'm sorry, excuse me. Let's go 30% Matt Ryan, um, 50% the defense, 20% the coaching staff. 
So how much is Matt Ryan again? 30. He has the highest percentage, right? Mm -mm. You said 30 for Matt Ryan. 50 for the defense. That's 80. And oh, you think? For the oh, okay. I thought I heard 50, but then I thought you said defense was lower. I'm sorry. No, no, no. 50 for uh, the defense I, and 20 for the coaching staff. I don't think so because when your offense can't stay on the field, your defense has to come back out there. And you and I both know which side of the ball tires out quicker. The defense. We Man. both know the defense tires, it tires out quicker. I mean, you're having to read the whole play and react and do this. Me as a wide receiver, I run my route. Me being I don't have say, to read four or five other people. I'm firing Jeff Saturday on the field. Don't even go in the locker room. It's Just definitely embarrassing. That's embarrassing. embarrassing. That is really embarrassing. But here's now, the thing. What did you expect? Been, He's never coached. What did you expect? Yeah, no business coaching that freaking team. But I, I'm not even gonna get on that. Like you just don't have. Like this, I mean, he, is, but he doesn't. And that's not. That's not saying that you know. A lot of people uh, throwing racial stuff in there. A lot of people throwing this and that in there. Take all of that out. Take all your feelings out. Right. Like uh, like old Cecilia used to say. Take your feelings out of it. Take all your feelings out of it and look at the resume. Look at the facts. He had no business being an NFL coach. This is, hey, man, I'm going to hire my best friend to be the head coach for exactly. my team. Exactly. That's exactly what just happened. Yo, I'm going to get, I'm going to hook up my best friend that we've been friends since I was kids. We've been best friends for 15, 20 years. I'm going to hire him to run my business. Like, dude, get That's out exactly of here, what man. Happened. Dude's Don't never do run. That. Dude's never run this business before, but I'm going to hire him to run my billion-dollar business. Yeah. yeah and that's, that's exactly what you just did. You just hired him to run your billion-dollar business. But you're not too worried about it because you know it's billion. It is a billion dollar business, and let's be honest, sports franchises in pro leagues they don't go bankrupt. Mm -mm. They're always going to pull in revenue. It's just they're going to pull in more the better they do. Exactly. So he's only losing. Only thing he's really losing is more profit. You're not losing. You're just not making as much. So yeah, exactly. yeah I mean, he hired his friend. You know what I mean? And like I said, it's you take all your other thoughts out of it. And let's look at the facts. This dude's never coached in the NFL. He had no business. Do I like Jeff Saturday? I absolutely like Jeff oh, Saturday. Oh, absolutely. But Jeff I think he's a gr one of the greatest centers ever. But he had no business being an NFL coach, wrapping a rip like this. I'm not saying you couldn't have hired him on to be, you know, offensive line. Maybe mm -hmm. even, you know, your, your uh, offensive coordinator. But an NFL coach is a, is a far stretch. So, but... It's showing now. It's showing. So yeah, yeah. That well, one. That I, one's a rough one, man. I, I I give it my thought process on there. I give it probably. I'm gonna go. Let's say. I'm probably gonna go forty percent Matt Ryan. Mm -hmm. Thirty defense and. Actually, you know what? I'm going to go uh, 35% Matt Ryan. Okay. 35% coaching staff and 30% defense. I don't expect the defense to allow that many points, but at the same time, the other side of the defense allowed that many points. Th and they allowed that at the beginning of the game. That, that, if, your defense is, if your defense is steadily on the field, you're going to tire out. If your offense can't stay on the field, you're going to tire out. There's nothing – I mean, that's the thing. Like, There's nothing you can do about it, you know what I mean? I mean, if you look at time possession, the Colts had the ball more than the than the Vikings, but I can almost guarantee 
if you were to look at time possession in the second half, they probably didn't possess the ball near as long as the Vikings did. Yeah. I would I would assume if I was gonna guess. I mean I may be wrong, but if I was gonna guess, that's what I would say. So, yeah, this is crazy, man. Um yeah. the so, great uh, part is we get to watch them uh play next week as well. Yeah. As they uh, <laughs> as they take on the, the surgeon chargers, <laughs> this, this, so. this is this is going to be bad from the jump. Mm-hmm. So, oh, yeah. I I want to talk about the commanders game. Go ahead. Um, I, I watched this a little bit. Um, that uh, was it, was a Sunday night Sunday night game. Yeah, Sunday yeah. night game. And I watched the tail end of that, and. <laughs> I'm quite upset with that game because of the first penalty that they had that, that, and it's really the one that completely upsets me is that we're, we're taught at a very young age. I would say middle school and on the way up as a receiver, when you're on the line and you're close to the sideline and there's a ref there, what is the first thing they tell you to do? They tell you to check with the ref to make sure you're on the Yeah, to point to him and give him a thumbs up. Yes. It's the same thing we did when we played. Exactly. We played in in, in a mural. Yeah, exactly. Always check with the guy to make sure you're – check with the ref to make sure you're good. Well, this receiver does that. He checks with the ref. The ref says you're good. He says, all right, cool. They hike the ball. Oh, this is the one against uh, Scary Terry. Yep. And And then they actually score on that play. Yeah, and you and when you re, when they actually replay it and you look at it, he's actually way behind the line. Yeah, I don't understand it. I'm 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 flabbergasted by it. But there's no way. All right, I, I'm gonna tell you this: if I'm a ref and he looks at me and I check him off and say you're good, and then I realize he's he's not on uh he's not behind the line, I'm not throwing a flag. I already told this man he's good. I can't go back on that. Yeah, I mean, it's... Just like I can't go back on throwing the flag and be like, whoa, well, actually, you could go go back on that. You, you, you can't say there was no, no penalty on the play. But you didn't choose to do that. You said, no, that this guy was offside. Load of crap. Now, the second play was... I was playing him in, the, in, in uh, fantasy football, though, so I was okay with him not scoring that touchdown. <laughs> Just be honest with you. The second play was the pass interference call, which I think that one. I can understand swallowing your whistle there, but at the same time, if this guy's restricting one arm, that's pass interference, man. It is. That is. the one where he literally jumped over the top of his back? Yes, yes. yes. Yeah, that was yes. blatantly pass interference. Blatantly pass interference. Neither one of those yeah. calls. Commanders. Could have won that game or tied it up, to say the least. Uh, been, been in position to tie it up, but the refs took it away from him. Yeah, that was a that was a, a missed call. Yeah, when that I seen was it, and that one that one really messed him up. Yeah, I mean that was your final play of the game. That was your final chance. So. Well, what was yeah. your final play? That was their final play. Yeah, exactly. Horrible, horrible. Well, so what what other game did you have? Oh. You know. Oh, God. You know, it's been deemed the dumbest play in NFL history. So, 
for y'all that have lived under a rock the past week, the Patriots, obviously, like I said, went to play the uh, Las Vegas Raiders. And um, kudos to the Patriots, man, because at one point they were just getting beat down, right? Um, at half, it was 17-3 Raiders. The Patriots then came back and uh, scored 21 points to take the lead. And then allowed Derek Carr with 37 seconds left to score a touchdown. And they would tie the game 24-24. Now, the Patriots have the ball at the uh, 45-yard line. And there is three seconds left in the game. And (laughs) Bill Belichick calls a pass. But it's not your traditional pass. He doesn't have a Hail Mary. It's basically a short pass, and they're just going to start ladder on it, right? So they ladder it around a little bit. A couple people, irrelevant to the story. And Jacoby Myers, uh, actually, I'm sorry, it was a rush. I'm sorry, I don't know why I called it. A, yeah, it was, I thought it was a running back draw. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Yeah, it was a, it was a, it was Stevenson. So Stevenson rushes, and then they start laddling it, right? And they're laddling it, and Jacoby Myers gets it, the wide receiver for the Patriots, and he just launches it back to the middle of the field, back towards I'm assuming Mac Jones, which I'm gonna say is probably your least athletic player out there, even behind the lineman. Um, I'd rather give it to a lineman than Mac Jones because at least a lineman can run through people. Mm-hmm. But he throws it back in the direction. Looks like possibly that. But it is a clear-cut pass to Chandler Jones. <laughs> Here's the problem with that, folks. Chandler Jones plays for the Raiders, not the Patriots. He then takes off running from the 45-yard line. And poor old Mac Jones thinks he's going to get in that way. And uh, he just gets mushed into the ground. So, as, injury. as we as we used to say, cram. <laughs> it gets crammed into the ground there. Kirkpatrick. <laughs> <laughs> and uh and the Raiders walk off with a fumble recovery for a touchdown to win the game. Now, when later asked about the game, Bill Belichick says he Mac Jones doesn't have their arm strength to get it to the end zone. That's a fifty five yard touchdown pass, right? That would be fifty five yards if he had to throw it. I don't know about you, and I don't know what the average distance of an NFL quarterback throw is, Vince, but I would say I want my quarterback to be able to throw. I would like him to be able to throw at least 50 yards. I would say 60. I would say 60 is the, 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 what we would like. Mm-hmm. 70 or above is like, wow, that's a gunslinger. Because I remember there was years ago in the Pro Bowl, they had Brett Favre and a couple other players. And they were throwing the ball as far as they could, and they were hitting 73 yards, yeah. um, 75 yards, 76, I think it was. But, you know, in the 70s, I would expect my starting quarterback of my franchise to be able to throw the ball at least 55 yards. That is – and that's not a good look, man, on the quarterback or the coach. But at the coach, at the same time as your coach, you're going to be questioning, why did you make that call? Why did you make the run it? You should have ran it and ran the clock and went overtime, honestly. Yeah, absolutely. But, but when you're asked, why did you run that? I'm not going to say because my quarterback can't throw it 55 yards. Unless you're done with your quarterback. 
You know what, unless, though? That's a good point because Belichick doesn't say stuff like that. Yeah, unless you're done with your quarterback. That, I, that's literally what I was thinking um, when we had this topic here and um, we, we kind of talked offline about it. He's done with him. That's it. That's a wrap, Coach. Bro, he's been a problem child. I, I'll be honest with you. I was not how Mac Jones. Never have been. Um, I think he was a product of his system at Alabama. I don't think he was. I honestly don't think he's all that good. He probably took the word of Nick Saban and was like, oh, yeah, he's good. I think I told you he is – Mac Jones is a oh, yeah. Josh Rosen, Rosen <laughs> a, little, a slightly better Josh Rosen. And here's the thing. Is he really slightly better or is, in, is he just in a better system? Because Josh Rosen, if you remember right, was picked either, I think, 10th by the Cardinals. Mm-hmm. Or they were the, I think they were the 10th worst team that year. I don't think they traded up for that first pick. He was picked early. Mm-hmm. But that's what I'm saying. Like, he went to the Cardinals. He didn't go to to a prestigious organization like the 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 Patriots. Yeah, exactly. A legendary coach and stuff like that. I mean, Josh Rosen had nobody but what did he have? Larry Fitzgerald. I didn't even think he had. I don't think he had a, a stud running back at the time with him. No, he did. Well, no, 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 no. Um, what's his name? Oh gosh. They had some good running backs there, here and there. I forgot his name. I don't think it was during his time, though. But either way, either way, I think Mac Jones is David Johnson. Was he there in the time, though? I want to say David Johnson was there. But let's be honest. David Johnson only had a couple years where he was like, wow. True. And then he just disappeared. I don't know. Either way, man, I, uh, I don't think he's much better than Josh Rosen. I know I'm going to rub a lot of people wrong and then make it upset, but... Prove me wrong. The dude's not having a good season. And if you looked at his career stats, I'm pretty sure they're bad. Now, of course, you're going to say Josh Rosen's stats are worse. Yeah, Josh Rosen was also in a worse system. Yeah. So, I don't think he's much better than him, in my opinion. I put them in the same category. Just because they don't have the same exact stats or the same exact, you know, win-loss records or whatever. He's in the same category to me. You can't tell me otherwise. Tim Tebow had some decent stats and won a couple, and won a playoff game and did this and did that. That doesn't mean he was a great quarterback. That doesn't mean he was any higher tier than, you know, some of these other quarterbacks that we've talked about in the past. That guy's so, still playing baseball? Tim Tebow? Yeah. I don't know. I have to, last I heard, he was on the Mets. Yeah, that's what I heard too. So I, but I don't hear him ever. I don't, I don't hear anything about him, so I don't know. He wasn't yeah. like he was, even like he was lighting it up out there. Yeah, the fire has died on that. You that. know that would be a headline. Well, yeah, absolutely. They so, love some Tim Tebow. Oh, yeah. Hey, man. I ain't going to lie. I like some Timmy. Oh, I, oh, like I do, Timmy. too. I, don't, don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. I, I mean, I didn't like when we played him. But uh, but I do like uh, – I can respect his game and how he kept how he kept that team together. Oh, they need to do a 30 for 30 on that team. Yeah, I, I I remember meeting Tim Tebow when I went to uh I was in ROTC. Oh and, yeah, uh, yeah I was in ROTC. I didn't know who he was at the time. Like he just was at the at the track because we had a mm-hmm. we had a drill. You know how ROTC they have you have the drill meets and, and what have you. Yeah, yeah. So I, I'm you know obviously I'm from Brunswick, Georgia. So we went to Nice to go to a drill meet, and like, it was, he was there. And they were like, oh, that's Tim Tebow. I'm like, okay, we got to run this 200 relay. Uh, like, can we get over here? And then, sure as day, he gets, you know, he he decides to go to 
um, Florida. I'm like, oh my goodness. And he was he was huge. Dude, he was he's not small. That is not no. a small man. No. And he was huge in high school. That is not a small man. <laughs> I'm not a small man. And and he makes me look tiny. Yeah. I don't have I don't have a height, but I mean I'm I'm two hundred and fifteen pounds. Yeah. You know Dude's what I mean? six three and what weighs about like what, two forty? Yeah, see he's B- built like Ben Roethlisberger. <laughs> three inches taller than me and another Thirty pounds more. That's a lot. That's a lot of man of muscle. Yeah, at that. Yeah, I mean, I'm not like I said. I'm not a. I'm not a short fat guy or nothing. I mean, I got some muscle to me, but I can call a spade a spade. That dude's big. Oh, oh my god. Let me. Uh, my my bad. Uh, let me. Um. Let me retract that. He's six three two fifty five. Oh, better put some respect on him. The big boy. Good yeah, boy. yeah. 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 Well. Um. Let's see then. I don't really have anything else about the games that I want to talk about. Do you have any other games you want to talk about? Not really. I mean, we can get into um, injuries if you want to. I don't. I don't really see anything else here. Right, um, unless you wanted to talk. Well, what is this trade deadline being moved that you? Oh were, yeah, you yeah, were, yeah, you were yeah, yeah. But I looked right over. Looked over that. Jeez, I'm tripping on my words tonight. I looked right over that on my notes. So. As you know, right now, the trade deadline in the NFL is week eight, right? So, before last year, there was 17 weeks in the NFL, okay? There's 16 games they play and one bye, so 17 weeks. So, it was as close to the center of the season they can make it without going over. Well, now, we have 18 weeks. In the season, okay? So at this point, the trade deadline happens before the midpoint of the season. So they were discussing, and I've seen something about this that was starting to pick up steam. They were discussing moving it to either week 10 or week 12. Now, me personally, I think week 12 is a little far in the game, right? Because you're going to have players that say, I want to request a trade out of here because they realize their team is starting to get not in the playoff hunt, you know? Like, okay, maybe, for instance, we're, we just did, uh, we just finished up week 15. And going into week 15, there was already a couple teams that were eliminated from playoff contention. So you have people that are going to start doing that. So I think week 12 is too far. But they, they're they coming out and they're saying they're, they are, it looks like it's going to be a go. And obviously they have to vote on it. 24 out of the 32 uh, owners have to agree. But they think it's going to go and be moved to week 10 trade deadline. I like it. I think it's closer I mean, you could have moved it to week nine and put it right in the middle. Um, but I like—I personally like week 10. I like week 10. Maybe it's because it's a, an even number. I don't know. But I like week 10, man. Uh, I think it's good. I think it allows teams to build, to trade, to move pieces, to kind of start judging your season. You know, are you looking at it like, oh, man, we're the Colts and we're gasping for air, but we got some stock in – Jonathan Taylor, maybe we can move him and build. It's going to allow people to do stuff like that. CMC yeah. for the, you know, moving from the Panthers to that. You know, I, I personally like it. I like it. So you like week 10? I like week 10. I don't really care for week 12. I think it's too far in the season. I, I think, think week 12 is way too, way too down, like way too down the road. 10, yeah. 10 is great. Um, nine is great for me too. Nine is okay. I think week eight is too, is, with a, with an 18 week schedule, 
Week eight is too soon to me. Mm, no, I agree. I agree. So that's uh, that's the talk of it. We'll see. There's been some other things they've talked about, and I hope they don't encompass them. In, because let's be honest, the NFL has a refereeing problem with making the correct calls when they need to be made. And uh, college, college is not perfect, right? But college gets it right to me, in my opinion, from what I watch, more times than not versus the NFL refs. And right now, for those who aren't familiar, targeting in the... uh, So you have targeting in the um, college football world. So... Targeting, once it's, uh, you get a penalty thrown on you, and then it goes immediately under review. And if they found that you targeted the player, then it is a 15-yard uh, penalty, and the player that committed the targeting is ejected from the game. Um, now, the for what y'all that don't know, what targeting is, is when you lead with the crown of your helmet. So... If uh, if you're running and I lower my head and I hit you with my helmet, that is helmet to helmet. That is targeting. Uh, if I'm running and we hit and it's uh, not intentional, then it's kind of up to interpretation. But more often than not, I see them not call it targeting because there's like, hey, look, he's running, he's going to make the tackle. He tucks his helmet to the side, so now he's facing the ear hole more often towards the player he's tackling. And they just so happen to hit helmet to helmet. He's not trying to drive with his helmet. Like how you and I were taught when we were in school. I was taught, because I played linebacker, I was taught when you run and you square up on him if you can, you know what I mean? If I can hit him, I always, it was a squat. It was like a squat and a drive up. And it was put your crown of your helmet on his chin or on the ball, one or the other. You always tried to put that, it wasn't tuck your helmet. It was use your helmet as a battering ram. You know, and so now that is that is considered targeting. So uh, the NFL is talking about it. The only problem is if the NFL does it, I think it's going to be. I think it's going to dictate games. Can you imagine if they took? I mean, they already had Grady Jarrett, for instance, getting a rough on the pass or passer penalty on Tom Brady. Can you imagine yeah. what that would do to an NFL team if it removed one of their star players? Yeah, and I, and I hope that that's something they review this year because that is too powder puff. It is, man, and I and I've had this argument with my work with some guys a little bit older than me, and they talked about we brought up the idea of you know putting the helmet on the ball, and they're like, I don't personally, me personally, I don't like I don't like the rough and the passer call when they're when you sack them, don't like it. I think no, I don't, fall on I don't them, either. fall on them. You know what I mean? You're a player. You're playing one of the most contact and violent sports out there. Fall on him, tackle him, hit him full force. And I get it, right? I, I understand it hurts and there's millions of dollars and it does this and it does I got it. I got it. I understand. One hundred percent I get it, but that's what you choose to play, man. So if you can I, ho- I think hockey's is slightly a little bit more dangerous than football. Hockey has opinion. hockey has less injuries. Well, that's because they're not I can't say the what the You know what I mean. <laughs> I don't There's know a I reason. Do. They're going full speed. They're not stopping. They're not trying to. They're not concerned with injuring themselves or others. Oh yeah, no, they're not. And then they slam it. And I love it. I love it. If you're yeah, in the hockey it, game, 
If you have not been to a hockey game, I'm telling you, y'all are missing out. I love me some hockey. Love me some hockey. So yeah. I'm going to try to slide in down with, with hopefully Ray Ray. Me and him going to try to slide down to uh, Tampa this year and go catch uh Tampa game. Maybe try to catch the uh, the Bruins play Tampa so I can go watch it with uh, with Boston Dave, but we'll see how that goes. I hope y'all lose, too. Hey, so with that, man, we appreciate y'all listening to the show. <laughs> but, uh, hey, and there's a help wanted ad. I need a new co-host if anybody out there listening. <laughs> Freaking bum. Oh, yeah, goodness. Well, I hope your Eagles don't make the Super Bowl. Uh, you probably will. So, <laughs> so but, yeah, I, I, I don't like that roughing the passer penalty, man. Let him follow him. Let him hit him. Let him hit him. I miss the days where you could just. I'm going to tell you what, I got hit a few times and was like, yo, what just happened? Where did that come from? Like I said, I'm not a small guy, but on the football field now, on the football field, this lineman make me look small. I got hit by I mean, a lineman one time, like I said, I was a linebacker, and uh, he's, he's a blindside. I had no, I didn't even see him. I was getting ready to make the play. Uh, the running back was coming through the hole, and uh, I don't even know which, which lineman. Was he pulling? I, I'm not sure which lineman hit me. He must have been pulling if he hit you and you didn't see it. I'm not sure which one. I, I'm telling you, I'm not sure which one hit me. Because uh, All you know, of them. So, so the running back's <laughs> shooting through the hole, right? He's coming through the hole, and I'm getting ready to make a tackle. And I see him, right? I see him coming through the hole. So I'm running up to make a tackle in the hole, right? Now, this running back was bigger than me, too. This was a, was a big running back. He actually went and played uh, collegiate football at uh, – at um, Ole Miss. But, uh, anyways, um, I go to make the tackle, man, and I'm, I'm running. I'm about, to make, I'm about to hit that hole. You know, we're, gonna, we're basically going to meet up in the hole. And all of a sudden, man, I get hit. Boom! From the side, right? And uh, when I get hit, the way the guard, uh, guard tackle, I don't remember which one it was that hit me. Because I didn't see it. I don't even remember who it was that hit me. All I know is this dude hit me, and I flew through the air, right, and hit the ball carrier. I was off my feet. I hit the ball carrier. He hit. He knocked me off my feet into the ball carrier. I knocked the ball carrier down. Hey, you got a tackle. I, I did, but I was, bro. It was. It caught me completely off guard. Completely off guard. And I had been blindsided hit, but I had never been blindsided hit and knocked off my feet like that. I mean, I, I don't know how high I went off, but I felt like I was, you know, four feet off the air. Or off That's the ground, one of you know the ones I mean? like, which one of y'all hit me, man? Bro, when I got up, I was like, yo. I mean, it didn't hurt, but I got hit, and I was like, whoa. Can we do that again? That was kind of cool. I ain't never been knocked off my feet like that. I'm, <laughs> you know, I mean, I'm like I said, at this point, I'm 190, 200 pounds, and I got hit through the air. <laughs> it was cool, but uh, at the same time, it was like, yo, that's some force, man. That dude hit me and took me off my feet. We're in college. I remember we're in high school. You know what I mean. So, but yeah, I think you gotta. I think you gotta un unmess with that rule. But yeah. Anyways, I got nothing else with the uh, with the NFL world, man. The college world is going crazy right now with bowl games and stuff like that, and Deion Sanders going here and people committing and decommitting and all this and that. So, um, honestly, oh. none none of it's to me. None of it's big news right now yet. Right. Uh, so, not really much yeah. to talk on it. A lot of moves. A lot of moves, yeah. a lot of stuff to watch. So, Yeah, I think I think once it gets to the, the tail end of everything, then 
you know, oh, yeah. when, once the dust settles, then we can kind of give a bit more of a, an opinion based on it. Yeah, well, I think uh, next episode or even the next episode after that, um, we'll really start being able to talk about all this stuff a little bit more because that's when the big boys will start playing. And then we can kind of discuss. Um, maybe we'll do like uh, where they started to where they ended, you know. Where right. they started to where they are now, and then see, you know, where they were they highly ranked, were they were they was it uh uh, you know, were they overranked when they first started, or were they undervalued? You know, what what's the so right. maybe we'll do that or something. But well, I got nothing else with uh with with football. If you do not, my friend. Oh no, no, I thought we could uh, go ahead and jump into NBA if that was all right with you. We playing basketball. Sorry. Okay. No, you're good. So let's go ahead and start off with John Morant being ejected during the Thunder game. Have you? Have you? Did you see anything on that? <laughs> yeah, that one made me laugh. <laughs> uh, I mean, I don't know why he got ejected. I just know he got yeah. a technical, and then he got another technical. So the first technical he got, he was talking to a fan because a fan apparently asked him about the call that he, the foul that was called on him or whatever, and he was talking to the fan about it, saying he didn't and, agree. Yeah, he didn't agree with the call. Mm-hmm. So the ref gives him a tech for it. Which is, to me, BS. Yes, I, that's that's an emotional tech, right? Yeah, you're upset because he's challenging your call. You're not going to challenge me. Yes. Um, so the next time, they're at the free throw line, I guess, and John Morant is talking to the same fan again. And <laughs> he was cursing and talking to the fan about the call again. Ref looks at him, calls a tech, kicks him out of the game. The ref's explanation behind that was that he, it, bro, it, it just doesn't make any sense to me. So let me, I want to get this right. His explanation is, I'm the ref and I said so. The second tech was for making a comment questioning the integrity of an official. Which happens every day. All day uh-huh. during every game. Every time a player walks up to the ref and looks at him and throws his hands up, guess what he's doing, big dog? He's questioning your integrity. He's how could you make that call? He flopped. I didn't hit him. I didn't yes. hold him. I understand you've seen his jersey stretch down, but I didn't hold him. No, man. That's Let me the ask most you this. BS call. Marine Navy game. Uh-huh. On PI. Yep. Remember the play where I was uh, 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 Gunny Aguayo? He was he was freaking out, rolled out to the right because he was kind of scrambling to the right, so I was trying to give him a target to look for. Well, the mm-hmm. linebacker, I run into the linebacker, and I got an offensive pass interference call on me, and he said that I knew what I was doing. I went to him and talked to him, and, que- and I basically questioned his integrity on that because I asked him, I said, how do you know I was trying to run into him? And then he told me, I know what I was doing. I didn't even know the guy was behind me. And that's what yeah. made me so upset about it. Yeah, I remember that ref. We had issues with that ref. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah I, 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 we, said so, we said something to the head ref about it. And yeah, told him, exactly. like, yo, every time this dude, every time this dude's out here, we got problems with him. Every time. Yeah, because yeah, he's the one that, uh, it's the same guy that told you uh, when you asked him, what did he tell you? Is that the one that told you shut up? Yeah. Yeah, like, yeah. bro, we out here having fun, man. We out, Like, yeah, we being competitive, but we out here having fun. 
not just gonna tell. At the end of the day, you're not just gonna tell me I I, I ain't done wrong. Yep. I don't work for you. You ain't nobody to me. You're not gonna tell me. Sh- Shut up. What? You know what's so like, crazy about that is I never. Okay, so the following year, the, the Navy and the Marine team joined together and played in the intramural sports team on the at the air station. Which we didn't lose a game until the we lost purposely on the, the first game of the playoffs so we could play more games, and then we just like beat the daylights out of everybody. That guy did not ref one game during the intramural uh, league. I that heard one. that he hasn't been refing at all. Yeah, because we it weren't was, the only ones that had issues with him. I'm gonna tell you what, man. Like I said, I'm not you. You know me. I'm competitive, right? But I'm not a. I guess you could say aggressive person to officiate when we're out there playing. But I'm going to tell you right now, if I'm asking you a question, you tell me to shut up and it doesn't seem playful at all, then we got a problem. Yep, exactly. If that's it's playful, I said, I if you're like, shut up, get out there and play, right? That's playful. But if you're like, if I'm like, ref, I don't understand what you're calling this, and I and and I say, and you go, shut up. Excuse me? Now we have well, a problem, he- like. What did you just say? He, he, he dropped the F in between the shut and the up. That right there. Well, you know how that yeah. goes. You remember. Yeah. You know how I handle that. Yep, yeah, yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. I, 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 I told him um, that me that. and him could ex- explain. Uh, we can uh, uh, exchange pleasantries after the game, but that didn't really happen because as soon as the game was over with, he took his cap off and ran to his car. You remember that situation at, uh, at PSR when I was mm. a corporal? <laughs> yeah. You know how I react to that? Like, you're not going to disrespect me, man. And I get it when people get heated and you say some things you don't mean, right? But I'm going to tell you right now, there was no reason for him to be heated out there. No. That, it, it wasn't even hot outside. <laughs> <laughs> you're reffing the game for the fun of it, man. So, yeah, well, then John Morant, tell me, uh, John Morant, tell me I, I'm not crazy. Didn't he FaceTime that person or something? He did. His So his dad. Um, he called his dad while he was in the locker room, and his dad walked over to the fan, and they FaceTime, and he apologized to the fan. He said, hey, I'm sorry that you had to deal with that. I know you came here to see me. Like, apparently, the fan was a Memphis fan, and they came to, I think it was yeah, Oklahoma City, to watch him play. And for a fan to come there and one of his favorite players get ejected because he's having a conversation with him, and then the ref takes it personally. Maybe you shouldn't be working as a ref. Yeah, I'm going to tell you, man. Morant has... He is a little arrogant with his with his skill level, but that dude, man, everything I've seen about him makes me like him more and more and more. Yeah, I like, mean, he... Because, I mean, you remember... I don't know if you've seen a video where he was at the diner, and he's yes. eating. And the lady's like... She's asking him all these questions, and he's answering it. But he ain't he ain't acting ridiculous. But he gives her a thousand dollar tip. Mm-hmm. That was cool, man. Like I understand a grand to you ain't nothing, but a grand to somebody that you know what I mean. A grand to somebody working at a diner more than likely a grand is is a big deal to them. Yes, you absolutely. I mean? More than likely they're not working at the diner because they just want to get out of the house and they have this you know fat yeah. paycheck coming in every month or the, you know their their spouse just pulls in crazy amounts of money. You know what I mean? More than likely that does happen. You know what I mean? And I'm not saying don't get me wrong. I'm not saying you can't make a lot of money being a server, you know what I mean? But traditionally, you're working at a little restaurant, you know what I mean? A $1,000 $1, tip, unless you're at a high-end restaurant, it's a big deal anyways. You know what I mean? And he wasn't. He was just at some little, you know, little diner. 
So that made me like him right there, man. Yeah, that was no, huge. He's, he's so, definitely somebody that um he's a real one. Yeah, absolutely. That's what I like, man. So let's get on the Lakers. But you know a little bit more about this one, shockingly, um, about when it comes to basketball. So, what is this Raptors trade that you were talking to me about? Uh, Raptors and Lakers trade because we we got a little bit about the Lakers coming up here soon. So, um, okay. after this, this, yeah. So what what was the trade? What? So I haven't looked into it crazy crazy um, yet because it's just in the rumor mill, and I'm big. I'm not big on feeding into the rumor mill unless it's uh, transpired for a while. So. Uh, this came out about five days ago. And uh, so basically it said the Lakers are negotiating with the Raptors right now. And the goal is for them to get Fred Van Vliet. That is their time. Which, if you know anything about Fred Van Vliet, um, his stock has skyrocketed. Yeah, I like him too. I like player. him too. He's a he very was yeah, good player. Was a no name. I mean, you you look at his story, man. He's he's a Cooper Cup. He wasn't supposed to be here. You know what I mean? Made a name for himself. Remember, we were in Orlando during the yeah. the finals that year, and he that's that was the year he made a name for himself. Just grinding, man. Just grinding. Like I said, it's Cooper Cup. Cooper Cup may not be the biggest, may not be the fastest, may not be, but I'm gonna work on my skill set until I'm there. And so, but anyways. Um, basically, here is what the Lakers would get. So the Lakers would get Fred Van Vliet, and they would get Gary Trent Jr., and then Otto Porter Jr. Now, here is what they would give. Wait up. a minute. I didn't see that. I'll let you finish. Oh. Here's what they would give up, and they would send to Toronto. A first-round draft pick in 2027. A first-round draft pick in 2029, and guard Russell Westbrook. So, what this is to me? Robbery. To me, that sounds like once again. I mean, I'm gonna be honest with you. I would, I would take it if I am the Lakers, and I can move him and get those three. I would take it. Me personally. This is highway robbery. Um. And it's not that I think they're better than that either one of them, any of them, one of them are better than Westbrook. It's a numbers game. They're they're all going to bring a vital piece to your team. And Westbrook's one guy. So But I tell you what it does show, the Lakers try to put this front on like Westbrook's one of us. Bro, you've steadily shopped him around. Steadily shot the run. He ain't one of you. He's doing better than your starting point guard right now, too. By the by the way, that's what I'm saying. You ain't he. He isn't one of you, man. You've been shopping that dude around. Like you don't want him Le- there. Excuse me. Le- LeBron don't want him there. Yeah, LeBron doesn't want him there. This goes back to what I have been preaching about LeBron James. He ruins teams after he leaves them. I'm gonna be honest with you. I don't like. I don't like LeBron. I liked LeBron when he was younger. I liked LeBron until about year four with Miami. And once he won his second championship, the dude became just very arrogant, very conceited acting. Um, oh, he said, I mean, I'm not going to lie. He always said dumb stuff, but like, just because you say dumb things. Jameis Winston says some dumb stuff. But I don't mean like, I don't like the dude. He makes me chuckle. 
you know James I mean? Winston is a goofball. Like, he I mean, is, like he's he's, so he's like one of those guys that you can like. He's the one that makes you laugh out of the group. I will be honest with you. I would hang out with James Winston. I would hang out with him. We just can't go to no supermarket with her seafood at because we can't be doing that, man. Oh, I'd be gotta, cracking jokes on his ass. All I got a career, man. Hey, stay away from the crab. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, like he just ruins teams, man. And he's arrogant. He's this would ruin the Lakers. Know. He thinks everybody wants to know everything about him, about his opinion, about everything going on, and every little like, bro. I just want to watch you play basketball, big dog, and I don't want you to try to ruin the sport either, or ruin the franchise, or try to just play. You're a player. You're not the head coach. You're not the GM. You're not the owner. Stop. John, I'm going to tell you this right now, man. If this trade goes through, uh-huh. this ruins the Lakers. Wow, you think. It does. But let me, let me no, explain to you Long-term why. ruin? Long-term ruin. Okay. It is completely – But in the moment, it's a good move for him, right? It's a good move, yes. And it's only to cater towards LeBron because you want to win with him right now. Let me, let me let me explain to you about these two picks here. These are the last picks the Lakers have. First round picks. Godly. That's what, this, this is why I said this is a highway robbery here because you got to think about it. It's 2022 right now. So that means they won't have another first round pick until 2030. This is horrible. What? 2030? I let that sink in for a minute. Yeah, 2030. Godly, bro. Yeah, this is this is this is why I don't like the trade for the Lakers, and this is why I say this is highway robbery. Because first off, I wouldn't get get rid of Westbrook. I would get rid of Beverly, but I'll get to that in a minute. And good God, it looks good on paper because you got Gary Trent, Otto Porter, who just came off a championship. And Fred Van Vliet. So you have two guys that have won championships. And then mm-hmm. Gary Trent, which is kind of like a three-point specialist. So it it works out. Um, but like you said earlier, this is a money thing because I believe Westbrook is getting paid more than LeBron right now. Not only that, here's one thing I think. I think they're definitely trying to win now and versus a future. And here's in my opinion why they're trying to win now, right? Right now, and it's part of it. Obviously, it's all about a championship, right? So, like, the the Rams in football, they sold their soul. They won a championship. You can never take that away. Nobody's ever going to sit here, you know, 10 years from now, no one's going to be like, yo, remember how bad the Rams sucked the year after they won the Super Bowl? Nobody cares. Because no one cares. Because you know what? You said the year after they won the Super Bowl. Guess what? It's happened. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers sucked the year after they won the Super Bowl. No one cares because they got a ring. So here's the part I think. You definitely are going to try to sell now because you're in a tie right now as a Laker organization. You're in a tie with the Boston Celtics for the most NBA championships at 17 apiece. You get so possession of that if you win. Exactly. That's a big, that's a thing to brag on. You know what I mean? It's the whole thing. I don't remember years ago, but it was like Burger King, McDonald's. Anyways, they bought the original, the very first place up new up in like uh, the northern states. The very first place that made a hamburger, the original birthplace of hamburgers. You know why they bought it? Because then they could say we are the original hamburger makers, and it's factual because they own it. 
They own it. So, yeah, you're giving up your future, but you bank on yourself winning. You win a championship, and now you're like, we're the most, we're the, we are the most decorated championship team. We've won the most championships in NBA history. And oh, nobody can argue that. Oh, they're still not winning with that roster. I don't think so, no. No, no, no. So. They're, still not, they're still not winning with that roster. I'm sorry. No, 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 no. Uh, which brings me to my next point here. Anthony Davis is hurt again. I just say just send Van Fleet, Van Vliet, send him and Westbrook to Miami. Call today. Yeah. Like, dude, this is crazy. This guy here, Anthony Davis, was out for about two or three weeks prior, I mean, previously, for about, yeah, it's about, for about three weeks, he rolled his ankle, and it was really bad. The, the, ankle, the, the him rolling his ankle is really bad. They're calling this one a foot injury, and they're not being very specific about it. Did you say? Uh, uh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I just want to make sure. Did you say Anthony Davis, or did you say Greg Odom? They might as well be the same player at this point. <laughs> the, like, and, and all jokes aside, because this is this is sad. <laughs> like this, this is ridiculous. This guy here. Does he refuses to wear three quarter shoes? I mean, it's 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 ridiculous. I it only took me rolling my ankle one good time for me. To Does start he continue three. to mess his ankles up? Oh yeah, his feet are just jacked up. Well, that's what I'm saying. He's never gonna. He's never gonna. Get, he's only gonna get worse and worse and worse. That's it. <laughs> Take it from somebody. Listen, I broke my wrist and uh, I broke my left wrist two or three times now. I've sprained it countless times. Um, he- <laughs> it doesn't get better. I have pain in it now. Like, obviously, I know how to handle it, and I know what I can and can't do with it. You know what I mean? And I know, like, if I'm going to go lift heavy, I need to have wraps on it, right? Back in the day, I didn't have to wear wraps. I could lift the big weights, and it did not hurt my wrist. Now it will hurt them. You know what I mean? And I know that. He's not going to get any better, man. He's not going to get any healthier. It's not like, oh, I'm just going to I'm gonna heal up and be good. Look, I got it. You got better medicine than I do. I got it. But it's not going to get better, man. You're gonna continue no. to injure it and injure it and injure it. You're gonna you're just weakening it and it's making it worse. No, yeah, and then and then and, and now I'm gonna go back to um this trade and the fact that they're adding Westbrook into this trade here. Mm-hmm. Stats don't lie. Westbrook's having a better season than the starting point guard for the uh the Lakers, which is Patrick Beverly. So Patrick Beverly is big on antics, right? Like he 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 is an ag he's an aggravator. He agitates the other team's point guard. He does that. So I drew the line the other day when they played the Suns. I don't know if you saw this, Jonathan. Nah, nah I didn't. Lakers are down by thirty. Okay, they're mm-hmm. getting they're getting the hair knocked off of them too. Maybe I did see this one. And. Patrick Beverly is driving to the basket, and he kind of, you know, he manhandles Chris Paul. But why would I give up a foul at that point, or like, you know, play extremely hard when I'm up by thirty on on a drive? Like that, two points is not going to tilt the game one way or another. So he makes the basket. Ref does call call a foul and one. Beverly takes his hand and then puts it. Lower to the ground. So if those that don't know this, that oh, yeah, that yeah, signifies that you are too small to guard me. That's what that means. Um, Patrick Beverly, you have no room to talk. Of like, I, I I don't understand how he can have that mentality during that point in the game. Me, I'm I'm shutting up. 
I have nothing to to celebrate at this point because they dropping thirty uh, a thirty piece. You know how many boxes of chicken that is? <laughs> hey, this is crazy, man. I, I don't understand his, his his like the antics behind that, or him pushing DeAndre Ayton from the back. I understand that you're you're, you're defending your player. I, I have no problem with that. I do have a problem with Anthony Davis not doing anything in that situation. That's another story. But I'm gonna throw some uh some stats here, mm-hmm. uh to you, uh, uh Jonathan. Now, these are for starting starting players in the NBA. Okay. Patrick Beverly has the worst field goal percentage in the league of Ugh. starting players. Ugh. Field goal percentage. Now, we're not ta- we're not talking about just 3, we're talking about 2s and 3s. Mhm. 26%. Wow. 26%. That's bad, it's, dude. It's horrible. Um He has the second worst player efficiency rating at 5.3. 5.3, my guy. His true shooting percentage is 46.2%. So I'm going to throw something at you here. You, you know a player called P.J. Tucker? Yep. Does that name bring a bell at yep, all? Yep, yep. P.J. Tucker averages three points a game. And his true shooting percentage is almost 10 points higher. And Patrick Beverly averages five points a game. It's completely egregious. uh, PJ Tucker's efficiency rating is 53.3. I I, I don't understand this. And and, and Patrick Beverly is 42%. Dude, you need to hush. You need to work on your game. Oh, which, by the way, his plus minus, which means that does he hurt the team or help the team when he's on the court? He Uh-oh. is in dead last in the sport Whoa. Of, start, of starters and bench players. Wow, bro. There are some players that average one minute a game. <laughs> wow. I don't really know. To, I mean, I don't really know what to say to that. But it's it's and 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 to boot, he's getting paid thirteen million dollars this year. Oh, that's it. Fuck, that's chump change. Like <laughs> my god, I, I I tip my hat to Russell Westbrook. I I really do because he is he is he's like taking this in stride. I'd be infuriated if somebody that's making $13 million and I'm making 47 is starting over me and I look at these stats. This is horrible. I I, I did not like him. Uh, I used to not really care for him. Just something about him. Didn't really care for him. But uh, after seeing what he's done and what he's had to deal with playing for the Lakers, in uh, the way he's handled it, I uh I I've grown to like him and respect him a little more, man. Maybe as a man, maybe as a, as a as a father, just wants as to a, play as ball a, and win, man. Yeah, as a competitor, as a you know, I mean, just all around, man. The more and more I hear about this man, the more and more I'm like, bro, I like what I hear. 
I like what I hear. That's awesome. So, yes, yeah. and and th- th- that's that's uh, that's one part. So also too, and Carmelo Anthony still doesn't have a job. Patrick Beverly does. He's getting paid thirteen million dollars. Better hook my boy Melo up. Um, that's what I'm saying, man. Melo is the sorry. reason I end up liking the Nuggets for so long. Yeah, man. I, I'm, that that infuriates me. You got, I mean, you got Dwight Howard over there dropping fifty bombs. Over there Dwight Howard is living the living the dream, bro. He is having the best time of his life right now. I'm not gonna I say I'm, I'm a not Dwight Howard. I'm not gonna say I'm a Dwight Howard fan. Um, but he does it like he's having a good time, man. Hey, go get it. Go get, go get, it, get man. it. You you've had some <laughs> questionable calls and some questionable things you've done in your past. Hey, whatever, big dog. That's your life to live and, and and atone for it, whatever. You do your thing, but, hey, you're living your dream. And I ain't mad at you, man. I'm all about it. Hey, we only here for so long. everybody so enjoy got yourself. to enjoy your life. As long as you're not harming anybody else, man, enjoy your life. Well, he kind of is harming that. people over there. He's over there dunking on people. and Yeah. Well, that's what they get for playing him. I don't know what to do. I'm going to tell you what. How many times have we – when we played the Navy, when we played the Navy, and they were like, Guard him, guard him, guard talking about me, and you were my quarterback. You think I? How many times, bro? We I racked them, them receptions, yards, touchdowns up on them. You had the, I mean, your completion rating was on point because we just you and I just clicked well. Until I don't I care if I hurt their feelings and they went home to their wife talking about, yeah, six district just embarrassed us and beat us thirty to two to six. I don't care. That ain't my problem. <laughs> That ain't my, hey, I ain't the fastest guy out there. I ain't the biggest guy out there. I wasn't the most athletic guy out there. But by God, you can put that ball where I can catch it. I'm catching that ball, and I'm taking it from you. If we if it's a jump ball, and I can get my hands on it too, I'm ripping it out of your hands. I will get. I'm, I I will say that. I, <laughs> I'm taking it from you. How many times do I take that junk from people? <laughs> <laughs> so, I I ain't mad at him, man. Let him do his thing. If he wants yeah. to dunk on them people, let him dunk on them people. Give him the business, man. Give him the business. <laughs> hey, so I do have one more thing, and then uh, we'll roll into, uh, if you don't have anything else on the NBA, excuse me. No, I just got a shout-out. That's all I have. Okay. Left. I do got uh, one more thing, and then we'll roll into uh, the fact, and then the shout-out. So, um, MVP race. Okay. For the NFL. Who do you got? Uh, the three, we talked about three earlier, right? The three main, mm-hmm. I think, most people are arguing back and forth about. And that is uh, that is old Patty Mahomes, that is your boy Jay Hurts, and uh, that is a uh, old Josh Allen. Who you got? I got Joe Burrow. I am absolutely kidding. I hate you. Know you. <laughs> you know I'm kidding on that one. No, I have Jalen Hurts, but like I said, we were talking offline. If they were to choose any of those three players, I wouldn't be that upset about it. Uh, if I had to rank them, it would be Hertz. Oh. Ooh, I'm going. I'm going. I'm going to go, I'm go Josh Allen. I'm going to go Josh Allen and then Mahomes. So I don't know Josh Allen or Mahomes stats to this point, but I do know I posted in our Discord a few three weeks ago. Um, and I'm going to go Jalen Hurts. And I think Jalen Hurts right now, in my opinion, is the uh, 
I think he's just the 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 shortcut favorite for the MVP award. I think he's playing the best ball out of those three. Um, and a lot of people are going to say, I, I hear the argument right now is, he's not the best player. He's a product of a system and blah, 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 right? That's the argument hearing that, I'm, I'm hearing right now, right? That's what, I, what I'm hearing people say. Well, I just wanted to throw out some things here, and uh, I'm going to ask you. I'm just going to throw out uh, a couple names here, and I want you to tell me if uh, – it's three quarterbacks, actually. And you mm-hmm. just tell me if they are great quarterbacks, right? Okay. Lamar Jackson. No. Matt Ryan. You ain't going to hurt my feelings if you say no. No. Cam Newton. No. So, so, all three of those were MVP winners. Yes, sir. All three of those, 2019 Lamar Jackson led the Baltimore Ravens. They had the best record in the NFL that year. I think it was 14-2, and two, but don't quote me. The Falcons uh, in 2016 had the best record in the... Uh, in the NFL, I believe it was was it fourteen and two or thirteen and three. It was something like that. But anyways, they had the best game um, in the NFL that year. And then the year that Cam Newton won it, they had the uh, the Carolina Panthers were fifteen and one. All three of those guys won MVP. All three of those guys also did not win a Super Bowl MVP or a Super Bowl. Two of them went to the Super Bowl. Lamar didn't even make it to the Super Bowl. He didn't Lamar make it out is first one round that year. I want to say he lost to the Titans. I called it too. Lamar Jackson is a product of his system. He may thrive somewhere else if they build the same system around him, but he's a product of his system. He rushes, and when he's forced to pass, he can't do it. Matt Ryan. Also a product of a system. That year they had uh, they had Julio Jones, they had Tony Gonzalez. Um, I can't remember. They had Devontae Freeman as a running back. They were clicking. They had Sporting's class. Matt Ryan has never statistically had a season like that, right? He's never even been in the MVP talk, really. I mean, he's been on the outskirts a few times, but never really been in the talk. Until that one year. Cam Newton, that one year when he went 15-1 and one at the end of that regular season, yeah. his record as a, as a quarterback in the NFL was He was in the five. negative part to that, wasn't he? Yes. He went 15-1 and one and he broke. Uh, he, he ended the season at a 500 win average. 50-50 of his games he had won. And he went 15-1 and one leading into that season. These quarterbacks, right? And then Cam Newton goes to a different team. Nobody. Matt Ryan goes to a different team. We're watching it right now. He's they've they've won one, two games. How many? Not many. Um, they just had he just had the 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 biggest collapse in NFL history. These quarterbacks were products of their system at the time. But nobody said they don't deserve the MVP because they're a product of their system. Nobody cared. Nobody cared. You know why? Because they were put in that system, they were put on that team, and they balled out. Patrick Mahomes right now, one could say he's a product of the system. You know why? Because you've never seen him play for another system. So you don't know. It's the whole talk. Tom Brady's the GOAT. Tom Brady's the GOAT. But when Tom Brady left, what did everybody say? 
We're really going to find out, was he a product of his system, or really, or is he really the GOAT? That was the question that was raised. Is he a product of the system, or is Belichick riding off his coattail? You know what I mean? That was who needs who more. Jalen Hurts right now, the, the, the team's not crazy, crazy different from last year, really. You know what I mean? It's not like they did a complete sweep of the house. They picked up a couple good guys, yes. They picked up Brown as a wide receiver, you know what I mean? They've they've done some moves on defense stuff. But it's not a crazy rebuild of a team than what it was last year. Jalen Hurts is just starting to play well. It's oh, starting to play I, his own. I also have to add something here, you know, being an Eagles fan. I don't really talk about my guys that much because I don't want to seem too biased, but this is the first time in Jalen Hurts' football career that he has had the same Offensive coordinator. For how many years? Twice. I meant like for two years, like back to back. Oh wow! Every, yeah, like every year as a, like being in high school, you had a different offensive coordinator. Every year in college, you had a different offensive coordinator. This is the first time him ever playing football that he's had a the same offensive coordinator for more than one year. And, and you know, I'm you gonna get. tell you, I told you, I told you leading into this year, I like Jalen Hurts. I, I've always liked Jalen Hurts. I liked Jalen Hurts back in college. The way he handled everything, and then he, yes, he transferred, but he handled it always humbly. I loved it, man. I loved it. So I was never down on Jalen Hurts, and I, I was hoping he would turn into something. I was really rooting for him. I think he's the forerunner. I think Patrick Mahomes is second right now, and I think Josh Allen is third, but I think it's very close. Anybody to me, if you argue that Jalen Hurts is just a product of his system, and he's not number one, and he's not this, and he's not. You're arguing it because you don't want to admit for your hate, bias, whatever it is towards the Eagles, towards whatever, Philly, whatever it is. You are just arguing it because of that. Because, I mean. Either your guys in the the running for MVP or you just want to be hating for some reason. You didn't argue when Cam Newton was there. You didn't argue when Lamar was there. You didn't argue with, you know what I mean? Come on, man. Don't, Don't try it now. They're the product of the system. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, and, so, and, and if we're going to be honest here, Jalen Hurts is a better thrower than Lamar Jackson and Cam Newton. Correct. He correct. Is. Yes, out of, out of to me, out of all of the scrambling quarterbacks, Jalen Hurts is the best, most accurate. Yes. I think, proved on his, 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 his efficiency and his accuracy. Like, I think Justin Fields could be better if he had more wide receiver and help. That man need help. He need more than Jesus. Oh, what's wrong with you? Yeah, uh, he 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 needs the what 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 are the what are, what's the name of the, the like the the building the monks live in? Uh, Monastery or something like that? A temple? A temple? Yeah, yeah. He need the temple too. Oh boy. Okay. Well, what did Jesus say? Uh, just uh, so you know, Jesus and monks are two different religions. Uh, that's fine. He needs God, all man. the religions right now, my guy. God. Okay, 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 jeez. Yeah, that's he's how like much me, helps he... He's like me when I run the CFT. I'm praying to any God that'll listen. I get it. <laughs> Eight pound, yeah. six out, baby Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Well, all right. Well, I gotta, I'm going to actually hit you with three stats uh, today. They're all okay. World Cup stats. Um, they, I just kind of all found these interesting, so... As everybody knows, Argentina just wrapped up winning the World Cup. So here are my three stats, right? So the first one is 
almost 50% of the world's population watches the World Cup. To me, that was wild. Like, 50% of the world. That's, that's a lot of people, man. Interesting. I didn't watch one lick. I watched a little bit of it, but but yeah, I mean, I didn't watch a crazy amount, but I did watch some of it. So, and that's not uh, not because I don't like soccer. I just didn't have time to. I was at work. Like I, I literally didn't. Yeah, I, I, don't I, had, to, I had to TV. <laughs> I had to put it on my phone and stuff, um, yeah. and had to watch it. But um, the the biggest winners and the biggest losers in the World Cup. So. Right now, um, Brazil sits at the top of the table when it comes to winners. And the men's side now, on the men's side, they have won the championship five times. Germany's won it uh, four times. And then the biggest losers in the World Cup is Mexico. Mexico has racked up the most World Cup match losses with 27 to their name. They have 16 wins. So that's a painful stat for Mexico. And then uh, this is a pretty cool one. This year was the first year that the World Cup was played in the winter time frame. Oh. So it had never been played in the winter. It was also the very first time the World Cup was ever held in the Middle East. That's why it was such a big thing for Qatar. Yeah, and that's also why they played it probably in winter months based off that because... The heat in Qatar is so extreme during June and July when they normally play this time that it, it probably would have, you know, been issues for these people. I mean, you got to think you can bring somebody from a country that's more of a tropical country or stuff like that. You know what I mean? More not climatized to that. You, know, you throw them right in the Middle East, and now they're going to be running up and down for God knows how long they're on the field. So, I just thought those were some cool stats, man. I really liked, uh, honestly, liked the the fact the World Cup was played in the winter. That was kind of cool. One. And then uh, the um, the one where it said fifty uh, percent, almost fifty percent of the world watched the World Cup. I did see a stat that showed the World Cup views versus the uh, versus the Super Bowl views, and it was mind boggling. Like, obviously, the World Cup's worldwide, but it was like. I mean, it was just, World Cup views were in the billions, and it was just like, whoa. <laughs> like, just to think that many people watched you play a sport is, you know, at one time. That's crazy. Yep. So, but that's it. That's all I got for uh, for the facts or stats. What uh, what do you got? I just have a shout-out, that's all. All right, what's that shout-out? Uh, I would like to shout-out Matt Ishbia for purchasing the Phoenix Suns. Um, Did he actually buy them? He bought them. Okay, I didn't see that he had bought them. Um, I didn't read into it much. I seen it at work for four billion. Yeah, well, he bought also the Mercury Suns. Yeah, that's the only bad part of that. Or the the Mercury Suns. Jeez, the uh the Phoenix Mercury's. Yeah, yeah, that's the only bad part of that deal. Um, but you know, tell me how you feel. God. Well, I I mean, it really is. We're, We're not getting to. Business models, business models. Yeah, we're not getting the business models on on that. <laughs> there, the, the, we're not getting into business models. I, look, <laughs> I do accounting at work. I'm not doing it here. Okay. Yep. 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 
Yeah. Debits and credits are not adding up and the balance sheet is not matching. Okay. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> yeah. That's uh, I did see that. Like I said, I didn't know he had officially bought it yet. Um, I seen it earlier today that it was talked, but I didn't know it was official. So that's pretty cool. Um, I don't really have a, a shout out this week per se. Um, all I have is, wait a minute. Nope, no, I don't have one. I got one. I'll have one next week. Um, all I have is uh, just basically wish everybody, hey, I hope everybody has a good Christmas uh, or whatever holiday you celebrate during this time. Um, I hope that you, you know, you have a good time around this this time of the year. Uh, and, uh, you know, get to, get to eat plenty of food and spend time with your family, man. This is uh, one of my favorite times of the year. Thanksgiving, Christmas time frame, just getting to celebrate with my family. Um, whether I celebrate it the holiday, whether you don't celebrate the holiday, but just getting a reason to bring all the family together. So Merry Christmas to everybody out there or Happy Hanukkah or you know, whatever you whatever you do. So um Well that what's up? Hopefully your dang on present comes in soon enough so I can go ahead and ship it to you, but um you had, had it sent in my house. I did, when I pressed the button, it was too late. Oh. <laughs> so oh. trust me, Karen already got on to me about ours. Why didn't you just put the address in? Ah, uh-huh. oh, well, uh, well, I uh, in usual fashion have procrastinated and I haven't ordered yours yet. But when I do, I'll just get your address. Yeah, no, nah, you're fine, dude. Like I, I already, uh, already let the, I already let your wife know that it's gonna gonna be after christmas because i I already figured here i mean one of your things is in california right now so i I don't know why it's in california what the hell are you buying me man (laughs) god please (laughs) oh man this guy but yay um oh just a note to put on there before we uh before we close the show down um we unfortunately had to cancel the uh amazon gift card thing um so as people know, we try to promote that on our social medias and stuff like that to get it out there, to get a, a group of people actually competing for it. And uh, for whatever reason, Instagram shut us down three or four different times now. Their rules say you can't do uh, this and that. We weren't breaking any of the rules. The problem is I, without going through an strenuous process, I was not able to reach out to anybody to try to talk to them and say, look, here's what we do. We're not breaking your rules. You're literally looking at it and seeing it and just saying you're breaking the rules. But we're not breaking the rules because where your rules are written, we're still in your guidelines. But long story short, we didn't. We decided not to market it on other social medias because it is more expensive. And uh, our bigger following is on Instagram. So unfortunately, we had to shut that down. We're going to work on some things and try to see if we can kind of figure out how to work with Instagram to meet their guidelines or whatever they say is good. Because we've already done one giveaway. We did the video game and had no issues. So I'm not sure when we had issues with this one. But to everybody out there, I apologize in advance for all that. Um, But like I said, we just had to shut it down. I think we had like two people being able to sign up because it just kept getting flagged. So um, sorry out there. But... We'll figure out another way to do this, guys. It's just, 
Amazon or uh, not uh, freaking Instagram. I'm sorry, I was on Amazon checking on where his shipment is. Um, but I, I'm actually lost for words there on with that one. I don't, I don't know why they did that, but I peeled it, it three times. So, but yeah, whatever. It, it sucks, man. But you know, we'll we'll figure out something here. Um, yeah, we'll get know. something. Like I said, we want to do giveaways and stuff like that. We like that. So, but um. But yeah, man. Hey, make sure all y'all are out there listening to, or following us on our social medias and stuff. We do have a, a couple things that we're gonna start trying to work down the road. They're in the works. Um, some of them obviously are gonna take longer than, and, than others, but eventually we want to get this to where we're doing video and stuff like that. So stay tuned for that, and uh, should be a good time. But hey, Vince, I got nothing else. You, what about you? Anything? No, sir, not at all. Merry Christmas uh, to everybody. That's it. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, Merry Christmas. And uh, hey, with that, everybody be safe. And we'll see you next week. Peace.